Hi everyone, my name is Virginia, aka Gigi. I'm Victoria. And I'm Mika. And this is Um, I know it's been a minute, so um thanks for bearing with us, I guess. Um, I hope you guys had a great year so far. But we're wrapping up the year. So basically today we're going to be talking about um, planning as a Christian and what that looks like. We all know that we should be um, submitting our will to God's plan. But at the same time, like, should we plan? Do we let God take over? Does it make sense to even make a plan? And especially with the end of the year, um, like, how do we set goals for like 2022? So that's basically our topic for today. But I do have an icebreaker question. Um, would you rather have a fast forward pause or rewind button on your life? Okay, so the rewind button, is it just rewind and relive or rewind and you know what you know? I think like, rewind and you could just, I don't think you could change it, but you could rewind and like- Rewind look. and relive? <laughs> I guess you could rewind and look back on something. You know, I was- okay. Yeah, I was actually thinking, like, with the rewind, I think that that's a good, like, way to, like, you know, like, if you're in an argument and, you know, someone's like, mm. I never said that. And you can like, mm. Hold up. <laughs> rewind to that moment. Uh, you said A, B, C, and B. You know what I mean? Because Are you rewind and get humbled? You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, <"Ooh." laughs> oh, then I wouldn't show the rewind. If, 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 if I was wrong, I'm not showing the rewind. <laughs> Okay. You, rewind, you rewind you come back to the part before you even like you're just like oh, i'm just done shut up <laughs> that was the only thing that i thought about the rewind i was like that'd be some good ammo mm. uh, relive like um beautiful moments and stuff like that yeah. you know like re rewind to last moments with loved ones and stuff like that mm. and beautiful moments that you can't get back but, you know, but also, too, I don't know if that's, like, toxic, too, because... Oh, yeah, like, that's a Black Mirror episode. Oh, yeah, really? that's what I was thinking. It was right. something. <laughs> Hi, Nyla. Yes? Nyla saw that episode. Nyla, <laughs> do you want to come say hi? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if, like, because, uh, like... I'll you do pause. You do pause? Oh, oh, because, first of all, Fast forward is a little scary. That's a little scary, right? Yeah. You know, I would just do pause, especially when you about you have to do something and you're like, you know what? I just need a little break. A little moment. Okay. A little moment. That's true. You're right. You're absolutely right. At least you could breathe, mm-hmm. calm down. Stay on pause. You know, you could just take time for yourself. So that's a good point. You know what? I'm gonna choose pause. Cause I was actually thinking between rewind and fast forward because i felt like with fast forward like if you're going through something like kind of like negative then you could fast forward it and be like oh, okay this life is already done like you know here go a spiritual word order right so when it comes to suffering and like hard times like you're supposed to um use that as endurance to get better so if you fast forward it you're just gonna be weak sauce you know you're just gonna be like mm. yeah like weak little guppy oh my god hi Nyla. hi Nyla. <laughs> Hey, Nine Nine. Say hi. Hi. She just woke up, hence the, the bed hair. So I love baby. She still look cute with the bed hair, huh? Say hi, baby. So her braids don't stay, they unravel. 
You want to say hi? Okay, bye. All right. <laughs> Back to the discussion. <laughs> yeah, what, what did you say, Vicky? As far as like the I fact- do pause. Come, we oh. from New York all day, we pausing all day, you know. Mm, okay. How about you, Mika? Would you fast forward, rewind, or pause? You know, I think I like pause too. Because yeah. fast forward, I would, I would be, because sometimes like you think a situation is going to go bad and you, you don't want to live through it, but then like, it turns out to not be as bad as you thought. Um, so I would be afraid of missing out on certain things and rewind. Like, yeah, I guess I would like to live certain moments over again. Cause sometimes you don't appreciate things that happen. Yeah. but also I think that could be dangerous exactly exactly and I think you're spending all your time in the pots right yeah. so uh so we'll jump into the topic um what does planning look like for you is it like visualized is it uh verbalized like what is your overall style when it comes to planning I think when it comes to me and planning, it's almost like obsessive. Like I have a to-do list, everything. I've had this since college, Oda, right? Like I put everything on my to-do list and I get so upset. Well, not upset, but I get hard on myself when I don't put everything, when I don't complete everything on my to-do list, Oda, right? I will procrastinate, but like, I still have that, oh, I'm not going to do anything, you know, move it to the next day. So I, I, I want to be, um, so I'm a visual planner because I write everything out, but I want to like do like a vision board, right? Yeah. I just don't know how. It seems a little intimidating. <laughs> Same. I definitely want to do a vision board too. Yeah. I've done vision boards like in certain sessions. Like, like if I was like in a group of like whatever, women's yeah. ministry thing, and then we did like a vision board, but not like by myself sitting down and coming up with a, a vision board like on my own and so I, I definitely want to do that especially for this year yeah same mm-hmm. like I think that's like a verse in the bible it's like in Habuk, Habakkuk or whatever it's like um have a like write the vision and make it plain and stuff like that like it's easier mm. to follow that way yeah I don't know that verse I need to go back and you know that verse right I don't know it oh okay <laughs> I need to go back and read it yeah I've heard it before yeah I've heard it before. I love that. Um, for me, planning is similar. I, I'm a list person. Um, but I have to say, since becoming a mom, I haven't made a list. And I don't know if it's because I feel like every day is so um, unpredictable. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I usually, on a daily basis, I'll make a list. Um before again I think I have to figure out I still have to figure out what I like how I function like as a mom still working on that um, so like before I used to also write down my goals um oh yeah like plainly I would email it to myself um so I can go back and look at it I also have like my um notebook on my phone where I have my plans um so yeah, that's what I, I haven't done a vision board, but I think it sounds like, it sounds interesting, but I don't know if it would be useful in a practical sense, um, but I don't know. The Oprah idea is intriguing. What'd you say? Oprah has a vision board. She was the one who I was like, oh, well, yeah. okay. 
Oprah and Issa Rae, they were like, um, they made these vision boards before they like their careers launched and stuff. And Oprah talking about like, the you know what? When, when did she pop? Like, <laughs> okay. So I think as you said that, I I have like a version of a vision board. Oh, Nyla has my phone, but I have a notebook. Like I have a folder in my notebook that's like something about like inspirational blah blah blahs. Like I don't even remember what, what it's called, but it's like whenever I see something um that is reminiscent of what I want to do ultimately with my life, I'll like put it in that and it includes a lot of pictures so I guess I'll take okay. it back I do yeah uh, I guess I have like a digital uh, yeah like a vision like book so it's it's just a notebook so I just um like it's like the the note notepad or whatever but I'll like insert little pictures in there okay yeah um, and yeah and every time like if if somebody like if you were to look at it, it would probably make no sense to you but mm-hmm. like every time I look at it it reminds me of where I want to go um and kind of like shape shapes the idea of where I want to what I want to do so I guess I do do vision boards I love what you said about goal setting though because like I want to be better about setting goals like when it comes to like like actual goals I'm just like no I'm successful I'm happy like it's just like I don't like right like a lot I don't know like I don't know what goals I want for myself you know I think I think work forced me to um like um verbalize my goals because it's like oh you have to do you have to write down career goals you have to write down like what you want to do uh next year what you want to work on and usually like I do it from an honest place like I don't just write it down just to get it done so I think having had to do that, I guess the last 10 years or so, like it's kind of had, like it kind of trickled over to my personal life, um, to this like setting of goals. Right. Yeah. Same for me too. Like having to sit there and actually think about it because you have to do it. It's like forcing you actually kind of helps you in a way too. And mm-hmm. um, and vision boards doesn't necessarily always have to be words. It could just be like images or like the way you were talking about Mika, like it's in your phone. Like it doesn't have necessarily look like A, B, C, and D, but I think like some people have like cutouts from like magazines mm-hmm. of like a picture or like a, um, a image that they want to get to or whatever the case is. So I think um, you can get like super creative with your vision boards and like your goals. It doesn't have to necessarily look a certain way. I, I mean, I don't know if this is, it's not off topic. So let me ask it. Um, so I think one of the things when I was at my previous job, one of the things that helped me like transition uh, my career to where I am now is uh, like getting together with a group of my coworkers that all had aspirational goals um, other than like what they were doing in the workplace. And we were, we sat down, we were like pretty transparent and open with each other, which is something that I've never experienced at work before. And I think that really helped me. Um, So I don't know if in planning like your ultimate, um, like your goals for yourself, if it, is it helpful to include others in it that like everybody come to the table openly and like are willing to be vulnerable? Yeah. 
Oh, what'd you say, Vic? Like to brainstorm, right? Like, mm. yeah. And like, I mean, our goals were so different. Like one of my coworkers, his goal was to one day become a, a senator, a U.S. senator. So wow. like we literally um, helped him. I guess, like verbalize and refine that goal. Like not that any of us have political experience, Mm -hmm. but like just talking through it on like what steps are necessary. And another one had a goal of like purchasing a lot of real estate and like developing it, um, like real estate development. Um, And one was to become a writer and we were all working on television. So it's like, so unrelated to our job, but like we all came in like really, um, openly and like what was be able to be vulnerable and we did it like we we met every I think it was like every two or three weeks to kind of check in like what are you doing accountability yeah work towards your goal and it was really it was a really good cohort of people to kind of be a part of I'm gonna try to get it back together even though I'm not there anymore Yeah, no, that's a good point, Nika. Like, I think accountability really does help you with, mm-hmm. like, okay, let me stay on track. Because, like, I know I'm going to have to answer to this person. Like, I know I'm going to have to be like, yeah, so I am doing that or I'm not, you know? So that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. So how do you think um, planning has helped you in any way? Do you think it's helped you, like, emotionally, even if you, you aren't like accomplishing your goals, like even just saying it, um, has it helped you like even in your character or in any way, how has planning like helped you as far as uh, just yourself? What I hope and pray about is that like my, um, my list, like my to-do list aren't like obsessive. Cause again, like I said, <clears throat> when I don't complete everything, I feel guilty. I feel shame, you know, it doesn't stop me from like not procrastinating. It's just like, <laughs> now I feel bad about it. I know and, what you mean. Right. You know, so it's just like, like this daunting list that is like, you didn't do this. And it's mm. like, oh, right. So I, I like the feeling of control. I like the, the feeling of, of good time management and stuff like that. But the guilt and shame that I feel when I don't accomplish things is it's not productive because it's not like it's a motivator for me to be even more productive. Like now it's like a cycle, like, like, oh, I haven't been productive in mm. this whole week and this, that, and the third, you know, it's not a motivator. It's just, mm. it's just like evidence of like, look how lazy you are, you know? <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like the other way around, like if you do accomplish a goal, do you feel like kind of like happy about it? Or do you feel, what do you feel like if you do? Uh, satiated, like, you know, a- accomplished. Mm. And then, like Not even a goal, just like, oh, I did everything on my to-do list. Like I, I did all of it. Like good, good job, Victoria, you know? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, for me, like it's similar to what you said, Vicky. I, I think it does, it makes me feel like I'm in control. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a big one for me. I guess I like to be in control, mm-hmm. which again, something I discovered with motherhood. I didn't know that. I didn't know that about myself before. Um, and I also think like planning helps me, um, reflect, um, cause sometimes like you can go through like the day, the week, and you don't really like take time to like hit pause and try to think of the next step. So, I think, yeah, planning is just like that opportunity to be like, okay, let me see where I'm at. 
and see where I want to go. So, um, I mean, for me, at least like once a year, I try to do that now. Like I, and this is going to sound weird. Um, so, but this, I don't know if I've ever said, I think I said it to my brother once before. Uh, but (laughs) one of the things that I, um, practiced on doing for myself, and I don't know if I heard it somewhere or if I just came up with it myself. Um, but I think about if I were to write my obituary today. Yeah, I know. Like I said, it's weird. Um, what, what would, like, if I was writing it, what would it say? Um, so I think about that, like I plan from that perspective of what do I want to accomplish with my life? Okay. Wow. But do you feel like that puts you in like a, like a doing, like a doing type of uh, mentality? Like I have to do all this instead of be all this. Mm. you know what i'm saying do you yes. know what i'm saying like like yes. you're just you're just doing mm. instead of like experiencing and being and uh, like evolving right like that's uh, a good point it can get that way right um yeah i think that's a good point i never thought about it from that perspective but i think that i do do a lot so. <laughs> i mean i think um well like when i think about people like you know when they pass away and people are talking about um, you know, what they thought of the person. It's not necessarily like always doing, but I, I feel mm. like I think of characteristics. Like mm. I think of like, what would someone say about me if they had to say something about me? Like, would they say I was a kind person? Like, would they say I was someone who listened? Like, you yeah. know. Especially your loved ones. Your loved ones are not gonna be like, yo, she she passed her CPA exam. So so for me, like my obituary is not so much from the perspective of how others perceive me, but how I perceive myself um, and how I feel about me with the things that. I've been able to do and accomplish. And I think, um, and maybe um, with what you said, Vicky, like, I think it's also like, I do want to uh, be more about like being rather than the doing like the actions, but like the character development through accomplishing these things. Like, mm-hmm. um, so that may be like the, the next shift in my focus. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. Um, like as far as like, if you do accomplish a lot of people, you'll just have like a reputation. Um, so I see what you mean. Like characteristics can be built from like the things that you do. But um, yeah, I definitely think you should, like you said, shift that into like characteristics more so. Um, but yeah, the other thing I was going to say about what you said, I think that, um, y- you know, when you said it helps you reflect, I think that uh, it-, it allows you to like also be aware of like where you are. So I think that that that's a good point when it comes to planning, like at least it brings awareness of like, okay, this is where I'm at, because we're so busy, you know, we're so busy doing A, B, C, and D. So I think that stop- stopping and like reflecting really helps with um, as far as seeing where you are and being aware, then you could plan. Um, so yeah. If God has his own plan and things are done his own timing, do you think that we should still plan? 
Ooh, all right, boom. So there's this other verse that I was like uh, meditating on, I think two weeks ago or something like that. So the the um verse is Psalm 5, verse 3. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you and wait expectantly, right? So it's like you give God your desires and like what you want. But I feel like maybe we shouldn't be so stringent, like these, these check marks on our goals and to-do list is like a testament of how God loves us. It's like, no, no, you give what you, does that make sense? Hold on. It's like you express your desires to God and you wait expectantly, right? But if you have like the to-do list with, you know, oh, you didn't give me ah, 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 utter, right? Like are you help me out here <laughs> yeah like god is not like a genie where he's right. like, come and give you all of your wishes i agree with you i think it's okay to ask god for things but like not to be so held onto it because it's like what do you what do you want more do you want more of god or do you want just your own desires and it's yeah, like wishless right mm. and to submit our will to god it's not that it's like we can't have goals or can't have desires but it's it's if it's according to God's will so yeah I completely agree with that and it's like it also is a testament to your trust so you meditating on the promises of God you know God promised a full life for you he promised to um like this verse says, you give him your desires and expectantly wait or whatever. These are all the promises of God. He's not a promise breaker. He's not a liar or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So if you tell God your desires and goals mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like what you want it to look like, are you going to trust God that he actually heard you? Or do you think you're that one exception that he's like, I don't, I don't know what this girl talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's like, no, no, you, 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 I'm just going to forget about you. Everybody else, I'm, I'm going to deliver for them, but you. Mm-hmm. And I think the other part, the other thing that I get from that verse is I give my desires to God and wait expectantly. So it's not, I'm going to get what I ask for. It's just, I'm going to get an answer from him. It's going to be a yes or no. So I think it's, don't shy away from, like, if you have something, something in your heart, like, I think oftentimes people will hide or try to hide parts of themselves from God, where like, you really can't hide from him. He knows everything. So I think if you um, just go to God with everything you have in your heart. And if something is not aligned with his plan for you, he will reveal that to you, but don't let that stop you from even putting it forward or starting to, um, like speak on it about it, like uh, speak to him about it. So. Exactly. Cause it's like with your desires of your heart, it may not be like a title. Like, so your coworker who wants to be Senator, like right. maybe not like a Senator, but like he wants to help his community and make a difference. And so like that's his real desire. If God gives him that and it's not a title of a Senator, is he going to be like, Oh, right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. and I think it's also with like uh, God's timing too. Cause I think sometimes like, it's not necessarily like, like God can say no, or he'll say yes. And I think it was, it's Rev Kev that said, like, he can tell you, like, my grace is sufficient. 
So mm -hmm. it's like sometimes if it is a yes, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to come like right now. Like it, it'll be in his timing and his timing is like always. It's perfect. perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. So has there been a time when God did honor your plans and your goals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said it that way because I was thinking about Nyla. Um, so I think like, I, I say that all the time, but um, like my sister thinks I'm crazy, but we purposely planned Nyla to like be born around our birthday, hope like planning that it would be on our birthday, but just don't tell her. Like just, like, just don't tell her. Like, so, like, her birthday is September 26th. <laughs> um, so she came two days before our birthday, but I think like, yeah, I think planning for her was um, yeah, something that God honored because, you know, I think it's a blessing. Fertility is a blessing. Um, and so many women struggle with it. And I mean, I have friends around my age who are, you know, young, who struggle with infertility, who had to like seek, um, treatment or, um, fertility treatment to be able to have a child. And like, so I recognize that blessing and I'm grateful for it. So I think, that's one of the things that God has shown me that like he is faithful and um, yeah, I mean, I, I think like one of the other, one of the things that I included in my obituary even before becoming a mom is beloved mom. So <laughs> I think like that, I don't know if it's, I even feel like being a mom, it's part of my calling. Um, and so yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm very grateful for that. I don't know if I'm a mother of more than one, but one seems sufficient. <laughs> Find out. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, for me, I would say um, definitely the relationship with my sister. Like that was God. Mm. Like, there was no other like. <laughs> I remember us praying about it. Yeah, like there was no other. I was like, no, I'm not talking to her. She did this to me. But and like by the grace of God, like I we well, I took the step to like call her and like that was another argument. But eventually it ended up where we um both kind of uh took that step forward and our relationship is so much better now. So um that was definitely something that God answered because I I did not see that but I felt like he was telling me like you I called you to be different like I you shouldn't be holding on to any grudges like I should be I should have a forgiving heart you know I'm not representing him well if I'm just like super bitter and upset That's hard right because it's like in that relationship it's like you're you're supposed to be like a representative of Christ order, right? So it's like, if you are baptized and like, you know, um, change your life and you still stooping down and fighting in the same way or whatever, right? Mm. How you look as a child of God, right? Yeah. So I love like how that test turned into a testimony. Mm -hmm. right. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was a situation for me. And, and of course there's been times when I ask God for something and he doesn't give it to me, but I think like at some point I just kind of got okay with it. Like I was like, okay. I mean, obviously you wouldn't have given it to me because I'm probably not ready for it. Or, you know, maybe the situation wouldn't turn out the way that I thought it would have turned out, you know? Mm. So there's been situations where he has and there's situations where he's like, nah. <laughs> and I've been happy with both. 
Um, I think that's like a fruit of the spirit. Like I think that, what would you say that? That's like joy or peace, but it's not, it's not contingent upon like your circumstance. You know, you're just like, okay, I know God got me. So, you know, what would you say? Joy? I guess that's joy and contentment. Uh, I don't know if that is a spirit. And peace. Yeah, I think both joy and peace. Yeah. Yeah, those are two fruits of the spirit. I just, I would love to be better at identifying it, right? Like, yeah, looks like. Mm-hmm. right knowing what fruit i'm eating on right now like mm-hmm. what you're exemplifying yeah what people are lacking you know <laughs> oh you lacking joy because oh, like you know, joy you're all right <laughs> all right exactly so um so i'm just gonna wrap it up with a uh oh so just some verses <laughs> Just gonna wrap it up with some verses. So, um, so we all know the one faith without works is dead. So we should plan, we should make goals. Um, and it's okay for you to bring that to God and have that faith there that He will do it and to be okay with the outcome, whether it's yes or no, um, or however God handles it in his timing, to be okay with um those goals actually coming true and coming into fruition. Now we should submit that to God. Um, and I also wanted to bring up the story of Esther. Um, so with the story of Esther, I guess I thought about her because she kind of was in an interesting situation where she ended up being the king's wife and, but she was a Jew, but nobody knew she was a Jew. Hmm. So, um, there was this whole huge thing with her uncle, um, Mordecai. So, so basically he took her in, like he took her in as like a father figure, um, Mordecai. So basically, um, he ended up having an issue with one of the king's like right-hand man. And so then his name was Haman. So Haman literally wanted to kill um, Mordecai and all of the Jews. Mm-hmm. So Mordecai goes to Esther and he's like, hey, <laughs> help your people out right now because there's literally a decree to, to an- annihilate all of the Jews. It literally says to... Um, um to kill and destroy like just like the enemy does um so so basically esther comes up with this whole like plan on how to um get rid of haman and get rid of this decree to kill all her people and um so i wanted to bring that up because she really did plan and strategize however it was still like submitted to god and she still brought it to god and i'm just gonna read this verse so it's in esther 4 um Go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my maids will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it's against the law. And like, that was another thing too. Like you can't just pop up on the king when you want to. (laughs) Like you needed to be summoned by the king. So um, for her to go to the king and talk about this whole issue about the Jews and everything, it was a really big risk. But she really planned it out as far as like fasting, telling her people to fast and like when to go about it. So even when she went to the king, she didn't even necessarily talk about the whole annihilation of the Jews. Like she made like a feast and like she really strategized on how to um, accomplish this goal of hers of helping her people out and saving her people ultimately. So I really liked her uh, story and like how she did it and she prayed about it. She brought it to God, she fasted. And um, it just goes to show that planning is important and strategizing, not just like running to go do something. Because I even think in the book of Esther, like she would have just 
went to the king without fasting, without praying, she could have been killed. And she really did um, strategize and plan how to save her people. So that's one story I wanted to bring up as far as planning and um, making sure to incorporate God in your plans. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just about rattling off what you want. It's just like going to your father first when you're making these plans, right? Mm, exactly, exactly. Like, even though you have these desires, like you're going to God with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think oftentimes, um, sometimes we would go to God, not asking, but rather like, God, FYI, I'm doing this. <laughs> you know, how yo, I do it all the time. We're going to do this, Lord. <laughs> right. Watch exactly. over me, God. Like, no. I was like, wait, I, I don't think that's the best. <laughs> You that driving motion you just did, Vicky. Like that's another thing people talk about. Like Jesus, Jesus isn't driving the wheel, like driving the car. He's like in the passenger seat. Yeah, Jesus, what? <laughs> yeah, Jesus is supposed to take the wheel. Exactly, exactly. We do that all the time. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely something we need to remember. And to go along with the analogy, we be at the wheel on the right, and then get mad at God when we get lost. Talk about what? Right. <laughs> Look, I thought we was doing this. God, right. like, listen. I was like, I didn't put you, the address. <laughs> like, I didn't put the address in the GPS. You did that. Nobody <laughs> Don't get mad at me because we lost right now. All right. I'm exactly. lost. Exactly. Like, we always do that and try to take control. And it's definitely where God should be the one taking control and doing mm-hmm. the things that are according to his will. Mm-hmm. So, and just some like final tips, like having faith doesn't mean that you don't plan, like they don't um, contradict the other, like they go together. Like when you um, just wing everything and you're just like scratching your belly over everything. You, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like, um, like it's just like, oh, I got faith. faith. <laughs> <laughs> I got faith. What do you mean a 401k? God. God. <laughs> it's like, what? God is my security plan. It's like, okay. <laughs> It's true, but at the same time, you need to do things. Like, like you said, faith without works is dead. So it's like, you can't just sit here and be like, oh God, I need a job, but you're not applying for, for, for jobs. Like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so the two go together. And, um, and this is something that I heard in a sermon. It's okay to plan ahead, but don't live ahead. And I think that means like, it's okay to have those plans, but it's but also like be present and be like happy and grateful for the things that you do have, even if you aren't accomplishing certain mm-hmm. uh, goals. Like there's a lot to be thankful for. Like if we just look around, there's so much to be yep. thankful. So, so yes. And then um, lastly, like we all talked about, submit your plans to God. And um, there was another thing that uh, when with the vision boards like when you do come up with like goals or anything and everything whatever you want to do whether it's images or however you want to make your vision board like attach like bible verses to it you know that can help you with it like it's promises it's, uh, of god all that yes, you remind exactly. yourself exactly the promises that he has for your life um there's so many in the bible um i have a you know hopeful future like there's so many in the bible of promises so um so yeah or like Christ is my strength um just everything just as far as um like everything that you have in mind also attach it to a bible verse that could help you like push forward or like you know um help you with the planning process so um anybody have any 
other things that you want to add to our planning episode? So I got, I looked up the verse that um the I don't know how to say this Habaku Habaku yes yes okay <laughs> Habaku two verse two and it's and the Lord replied write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets mm. so that the herald may run with it so you know write it down make it plain like that's like kind of the the reasoning behind a vision board. Yeah. And like, the more you see it, the more, you know, you'll want to accomplish it. Like you wake up in the morning and you see it, you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> a nice reminder. So thanks for yeah. that. And you know, don't, maybe it's me because I'm forget forgetful, but sometimes like I'll forget the things that I planned or like, if I don't write it down, like even like, I remember there was a, a season I was fasting and like, I was like, wait, what am I fasting for again? <laughs> like, I literally, because, like, there was five things and I could not remember. And it's like... <laughs> Were you too hungry? No. <laughs> I don't know. But it was like, it was like, oh, you got to write it down. But again, I am, like, maybe more forgetful than the average person. <laughs> but, but yeah, writing it down is very important. Because even, like, sometimes if God tells you direction on something it's even if we think about um the garden of eden and how the serpent like changed god's words around to trick eve it's important to know exactly what god told you because you can fool yourself into thinking otherwise Mm, that's a good point that's a really good point and like the enemy loves to twist it loves to like replay things in your head that just legit didn't happen and it's like if you have something like written down to help you remember and you remember exactly what God told you you could just look back on and be like no he didn't (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's a great point awesome guys well thanks so much for tuning in I hope you did get something out of our podcast and that you're planning for uh 2022 or whatever you want to plan for resolution goals give it to god first you know yes definitely all right y'all and on that note this is a word at the table thanks for tuning in